Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Such a madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and today I am joined by two of my buddies, my pals, amigos, friends, and padres, all those other great uh, accolades that I could give you all. Uh, so let me go around the table, see how everyone's week went as before we get into our amazing topic tonight. Going to start with my buddy who is my training partner for Marathon Weekend. We both were out today, got in our miles, and uh, have been training hard. The great Dan Rossi. What's up, man? I'm good. I'm good. I'm hoping we aren't sitting here too long because I may have trouble getting up uh, at the end of the podcast here because uh, I definitely ran a, a lot further than I have in a long time. So, But uh, training's going well. Uh you know, I felt pretty good out there today. Uh, at least the Chicago weather is cooperating so far because it's been like 50 degrees, which is perfect for running. And uh, and yeah, I think uh, I think I'm going to be ready to go for January. Like I've I've had a few ailments along the way, but I, I think it's going to be all right, especially once we get down there. The adrenaline's going to kick in and, you know, we're going to have a blast because we're going to go take pictures and see a bunch of characters and we're just going to have a good time. I'm not going there to set any records. Yeah, me, no, me either. I'm not at all. Um and the thing, too, is like when I started looking at this, like today I did eight miles and I did eight miles on a treadmill, which That's is awful. That's awful. That's <laughs> it's, it's so it was an hour and like 33 minutes of just on a treadmill. And, uh, you know, it's nice weather here in Charleston. There's no reason I got outside. But I, I just thought, you know, I'll just get this done on the treadmill. And, and uh, man, I tell you what, today gave me such confidence going into Marathon Weekend, the fact that I could do eight miles. Uh, running because you, look let's you and i let's not lie okay you and i chatted at the beginning of this and we were kind of like i don't know how this is gonna go you know neither <laughs> one of us really love running no. uh neither one of us had really ever had really trained in a long time for running no um but i'm my confidence has gotten really like sky high right now yeah yeah I, like i said i it, it's been a while since i ran and so far my body's cooperating and you know now now that i'm running a little more i'm kind of getting into the swing of it and you know, where I started and I had to like walk every couple of minutes. And like today I got to points where I could run straight through for, you know, a, a long period of time. So it's just a, it's a, it's a training process. I know I was, I was originally going to wait till like mid-December. I was like, I'll be fine. And I remember Kyle was like, uh, Hey dude, don't do that. Don't do that to your body. You, you got to train. So he, he, uh, he set me straight and I'm glad I did. Cause I'm starting to feel better about running now, and I mean, I don't know if I'm going to be a full-time runner. I, I I love my Peloton and I love my knees and my my feet too much. So, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna knock it out of the park for this marathon or half marathon. <laughs> well, for all the people uh, out there who are wanting to get started, look, Dan and I had never done it. Uh, if you want to get started, take that first step. Go over and join DDP Sorcerers Running Family over there. Uh, fantastic team of people. Uh, the coaches over there are amazing. Uh, they'll work with you. They'll help you get you that first step. Because for somebody who had never been into running, I'm starting to get the bug, man. I'm starting to get that itch that I'm wanting to do it more and more and more. So those guys know what they're talking about. 
and uh, it's nothing but positivity over there. So go join that. We actually have runners meetings, which is really cool. There's one uh, tomorrow night. We'll have already recorded this, but um, but yeah, absolutely uh, awesome time. So go over join DDP today, Sorcerers Running Team, Running Family, uh, over there on Facebook. Uh, let me get to my other co-host, my other buddy, and uh, I want to check to see how his week was because we had quite a time, my friend, uh, hanging out with our patron family for our first ever. Uh, patron trivia night using this new software and uh, of course the one the only the great mr mike was there hanging out doing giveaways uh as we were going through each round mike that was such an awesome time it was great i love the new software for the people that weren't on our patreon uh, patreon family that wasn't able to get on um you're in for a blast because the software is just great uh the questions we were able to do with the interaction with everybody was something that uh we you know we've wanted we've kind of we've kind of saw that this is something we wanted to do and now that we're actually able to put it into fruition and be able to uh actually have it roll out and, and it rolled out pretty flawlessly dave did a fantastic job with the djing oh, yeah. and the music and it was so much fun it was a lot of blast um i enjoyed seeing everybody it's always great you know it's great when we're talking we're kind of doing this and we kind of know we're talking in your ear a little bit but when you have that feedback from the people you haven't seen in a while and those those famous you know faces that you love to see uh, it was great to have everybody on. I had a, a an absolute blast with every. I'm looking forward to the next one coming up soon. And for our DDP family that's not a Patreon member, there's always a link under the show. As little as two dollars a month, you can be part of this. So much extra stuff that you get. Uh, I, you know, I don't think there's anybody who's gotten onto the Patreon and regretted it. Um, so you know, listen, if if you have the significant other, maybe you buy a membership for Christmas. You know, the holidays are coming up, and some people are hard to buy for. So uh, think about that because it's uh, you know it's pretty inexpensive, and you get you hear us on a little bit more of a. You know, a little bit more of a personal level and a little bit more of a funny level and a little bit more of an adult level. And um, it's been great. And I really had a great time with it the other night. Yeah, I love it, man. And actually, our next one's coming up November the 26th, the Sunday right after Thanksgiving. Going to get together so we can celebrate that family over there uh, at 7.30 p.m. The Zoom uh, will start at 7.15 p.m. We'll make sure everybody's logged in for trivia, ready to rock and roll. And then we will do another round of trivia there. And this one's going to be really cool because each of the hosts are doing their own round. Uh, for this one, which will make it a ton of fun. So definitely go over. If you're not a member, join, like I said, for as little as two hours a month. And actually, the cool part is you can pay yearly for that, and you actually save. You get 15% off. So uh, pennies on the dollar, less than going to Starbucks a couple times a week. For a whole year, you can be a part of that patron family. So go over, join over there, join us on uh, all the extras that come there. But like we were saying, you know, we ran today, we worked today, we all had a busy day, and there's nothing better than coming home, putting the feet up, and turning on the TV to watch Disney Plus. For those people, those Disney fans around the world that have Disney Plus, this is something that we've wanted for a long time. And now that it's been here for a few years, we're going to go through our top 10 things that you must watch on Disney Plus if you have not seen them. And uh, this is going to be a ton of fun. You, you know, Mike, it's one of those things where we're all old enough that we remember no internet, no streaming services no cell phone and all that. And it's funny because I talked to Riley now and like streaming services are just, that's what she grew up with. We can, you imagine our childhood if we had had something like Disney plus where we were able to go and just with a click of a button, literally watch anything uh, Disney related that we absolutely love with new content coming out all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the, the, the extent of, 
I guess the streaming service was the pay-per-view is what, you know, what, what we had when I was a kid. Um, and, and originally it was, you used to have to call the cable company and schedule a time and what time you wanted your movie to start. And um, certain movies started at certain times. And then it got really advanced where you could do it with the remote. You know, you could hit which button you wanted. And, um, you know, pay-per-view is a big thing. And this is, the, this is obviously the modernized, much better version of pay-per-view. Uh, we all enjoy it. I think... We've really come to appreciate it when we were all locked down during the, you know, the whole COVID years when we kind of stuck in a house doing nothing. Um, you know, that's when Disney Plus kind of rolled out. We've talked a little bit about the history of Disney Plus and um, good timing on their part, you know, considering everyone kind of had to stay home. And uh, what better to do to stay home and watch some, you know, Disney stuff? Yeah, 100 percent. And, you know, Dan, it's one of those things I when they first rolled it out, I, I'm sure you did the same thing. I paid in full for like three years, yep. which I think I'm actually coming up on the end of that. I think I did. Or maybe I already have. Yeah, I think you probably have because that was like a D23 thing where you were able to pay for three years. And it was like, I think it came to like three or four dollars a month, you know, for pennies on the dollar. But I think now I get it through Verizon. Like it's just as part of our cell phone package. So we just get Disney Plus. And uh, but yeah, I mean, like when it first came out or when it was coming out, like this would have been great when my boys were younger, for sure. Because like the if I look back at the amount of money I spent on buying DVDs, you know, throughout the years. I mean, it's it's insane. I mean, I know these streaming services can kind of add up and get expensive, but I swear to you, I don't even, I know you probably have more because we've talked about this with your, your massive collection of DVDs, but like I've spent yeah. so much money over the years on, you know, buying DVDs because that's, that's how you were able to get it then is you had to purchase the DVD and then there was a time where you were able to buy it with a digital download you know so that was kind of a cool thing and now like everything's at the touch of a button it's insane it almost makes me sick to my stomach to think how much money I have spent on DVDs and now they just sit mm-hmm. and completely are just and then even more so how much I spent on 3D Blu-ray DVDs <laughs> Uh, that came out like this is the next big thing we're gonna get a 3d tv and we did and you know i never watched them in 3d because it would give me headaches and but they were like 30 bucks each but yeah now it's just it's funny now because it's changed so much i couldn't tell you the last time i bought a dvd and no. you know like i said i used to collect them i've got thousands here at the house but uh it's it changed so much that now unless it's something like huge like I mean, come on. We went and saw the Taylor Swift concert because who wouldn't? Uh, but unless it's something huge, like a movie like that in theaters, then uh, I'll be like, okay, I'll just wait till it comes to streaming service. And a lot of these are coming to streaming service like super fast, like yeah. 40 days. Yeah. So it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, I keep waiting for the new uh, one of the new movies to come to uh, Disney+. Plus, and I keep looking all the time to see when the release date is. And that's going to bring us into our top 10 things you must watch on Disney+. Plus. And, Mike, that is the Indiana Jones series, and I keep waiting for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny to come. I don't know if it's on there yet or not. December 1st. Yep. December 1st. I knew you would have that answer for me. Mike, why does this make our list? We've got, of course, five movies in the Indiana Jones series dating back to 1981 with Raiders of the Lost Ark all the way up to 2023 with Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, which now we know you can see on December 1st with your family inside your house on Disney+. Plus. 
Yeah, you know, I, the reason why this is specifically important to me, uh, I grew up as a Raiders of the Lost Ark kid, um, obviously watching Star Wars. I liked, uh, you know, Harrison Ford, kind of got into doing the whole Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones, all of the movies that were out then. Um, of course, it was a big thing to go see them in the movies back then and then get them on the VCR tape and watch them at home. So something that I really liked and enjoyed doing. Um, and the great part about that is going to the Disney parks and being in Hollywood Studios and having my daughter's see the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular and kind of questioning them because it wasn't something that they grew up with to be able to go home and watch those movies and kind of bridge that gap a little bit between generations on something that I loved so much as a kid and something that I enjoyed and I think that even with the graphics and some of the you know CGI effects it's it still holds up pretty good if you watch some of those old Raiders of the Lost Arcs other than being a little grainy sometimes um, you know some of the, the film quality but they have some digital remastered ones that look a lot better but um, but yeah, I, I think that the even just the CGI stuff and some of the you know the effects that they had really stand the test of time. It's not too terrible of a you know no frills kind of movie, and I think that that that's really good because it keeps the kids' interest and then it kind of bridges that gap for you know my generation to their generation, and then you know who knows with some of the newer movies they'll be able to pass it down to you know the next generation of kids. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things too, Dan. Where we were out in Disneyland, you know, a lot of people will look at this list and they'll go, "That's not really Disney, Indiana Jones." And uh, but if you think about it, massive, you know, spot out there in Disneyland with the Indiana Jones ride. And of course, Mike mentioned uh, the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular at Hollywood Studios, originally there at MGM. Uh, Dan, and that was one of the rides that I looked forward to you guys riding most when you got out there because. Yes, we have Dinosaur on the West Coast or on the East Coast, and it's, you know, a similar ride vehicle, a same ride vehicle, but similar ride trek. But this is a completely different ball of wax whenever you do Indiana Jones out West. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's weird because I think that makes Indiana Jones more popular because that ride, I mean, Dinosaur is okay, but I think the Indiana Jones ride in, at Disneyland is so much better. So, like, just having that popular ride just makes that whole series that much more popular with everyone, especially for the folks that go to Disneyland all the time. I love the movies. You know, I don't watch them all the time, but I swear every time I, I, I'm flipping through the channels and if it's on, I, I kind of get sucked in and, and I'm watching the whole thing. And I, I, I really do want to see the new one. I am kind of interested because I know there was a lot of CGI in it uh, to see how it looked because then they were, they were trying to make Indiana look young again and stuff like that. So, but yeah, and you know, we love the stunt spectacular over in Hollywood Studios. Funny story, the first time we went, I think Emmett was six. So he was really young. And like when when someone got shot like in the stunt spectacular and like fell 50 feet onto the ground or whatever, Emmett thought this was real. Like he was freaking out at first. Jen had to kind of like calm him down, be like, hey, this is just a show. Everyone's fine. So, but no, I, I love the series. I can't wait for December 1st. I will definitely be watching uh, Dial of Destiny for sure. I, I love it. Hey, really quickly before we move on, let's put them in order uh, of of best to worst, okay? And I'll do mine really quickly. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is the best one. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade is next. Temple of Doom is next. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is fourth. And Indiana Jones and the Christ, uh, Kingdom of Crystal Skull with Shia LaBeouf is uh, Shia LaBeouf or whatever. Uh, is uh, I don't think I does he deserves for me to say his name correctly. It, it was you know that's such a tragic movie. Um, 
but I did learn in that movie, Mike, that you can survive a nuclear blast if you get inside of a refrigerator. So that is that was <laughs> new to me. Yeah, I, I think that's probably in the same kind of order that I have it in. Maybe I would switch around Temple of Doom, maybe alone the top. I'm not sure, but I definitely would agree with you on that list. And the uh, the Crystal Skulls, yeah, they probably should have forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, one of those things where. Yeah, you with us, Dan? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I again, I have no idea where to put Dial of Destiny yet because I haven't seen it. But Crystal Skull is definitely is got to be the worst yeah. one. It can't be worse than Crystal Skull. It just can't. Like it got it got way way out in left field uh, with with that one. And here's the thing: I still watch it. That's the, that's what says <laughs> something about, great about this you know entire entire series. So let's move on to number nine on our list of things you must watch on Disney Plus and that is behind the attraction. Now this is right up our alley being a podcast that is about the Disney parks mostly. Um this is something that I think really people clamor for even more um because behind the attraction takes you behind the scenes of some of the most popular Walt Disney World attractions and tells you how they were built, how they work and all those great uh kind of details that we have talked about on this show before for a lot of these um, but this, Dan, is really a very unique thing that Disney Plus has done is take you inside the parks, but not only take you inside the parks, take you behind the scenes, which very rarely do guests get to do that. Yeah, I love this series. I hope they continue it. I know there's, I think there's two seasons, um, and I don't know if they're currently in the second season or not, but uh, but yep. it, it's it's good to see, like, you know, the attractions. They, they talk about, you know, when they were built, like the, the things that they did to, you know, create some of the... Uh, like the animatronics in the attraction and stuff like that. And it's just super interesting. It's like, it's right up my alley. It's kind of like the Imagineering story. I love that. I wish they would have brought that back and continue that, but that one kind of ended after a season. But this is really cool. I, I enjoy watching this one for sure. Yeah, Mike, I mean, such things as Star Tours, Haunted Mansion, Jungle Cruise, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, Space Mountain, Disneyland Hotel. They take you into the hotel a little bit. A Small World. They get talk about a little bit about the transportation, how it works. Uh, the Hall of Presidents, and then going into season two, some of the great ones, Pirates of the Caribbean, Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, Indiana Jones Adventure, like we just chatted about. They talk about the food of Disney, Epcot in general, and then the nighttime spectacular. So this attraction kind of hits a little bit of everything that we love about the Disney parks. Yeah, I'm very much of a, you know, like what makes a tick kind of thing, what, you know, how things work and the, the, the mechanics behind things and some of the science behind things and some of the other, you know, planning that goes into. So I love this series. This is probably one of my favorite series on there. Um, for me, it would have been higher up on my list, but I think an overall, I think it's got a right spot in number nine. You know, it's one of those things too, where it's funny. And do you guys do this? So when I have a big Disney trip coming up, I will do a couple different things. One, I watch Disney documentaries about Walt. Um, but two, I love watching stuff like this that takes me into the parks. And we've said it a ton of times on this. I would love for there just to be a, a kind of a 12-hour live camera down Main Street, a live camera you know, somewhere in Animal Kingdom, uh, a live camera in Epcot on like World Showcase. Um, and that way you can just see the park at any point you know hear the music you can do all that that would be super cool i don't know the, the legalities of that you know i i, was, I assume like you <laughs> could put something on the ticket you know it's a lot like going to a major league baseball game like if you get hit by a foul ball you know it's it's on the ticket in the mic right if you get hit by a foul ball they're they're not uh liable yes you know? yes you have to be same thing hockey games be aware of pucks be aware of this be aware of that they the lawyers got that all taken care of. And I think if you're in a public place, you have no right to privacy. So I think they can, you know, stream something like that. So 
We're going to have to get Greg Woods on the show and uh, talk to him about what the uh, legals would be if we had a you know live streaming camera of some of the people that were out there. But to my belief, and and you know I'm not a law guy like Greg is, but I think that because if you're out in a public setting, you're kind of giving up your rights to uh, you know to not being uh, photographed, so to speak. I like it. Uh, Dan, have you checked this one out? Have you uh, watched any of these behind the attractions? Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've watched a bunch of them. I haven't seen all of them, but I love the, the, the Tower of Terror one. Again, it's one of my favorite rides. Uh, I was I was a little disappointed that the, the Guardians of the Galaxy ride in uh, Disneyland was so fantastic that I think I might like it a little better. Uh, but again, they, they talk about both of the both of those attractions in that show. And it's again, it's, it's just cool to see the behind the scenes things and like how they built it and how everything works. It's really cool. Well, let's move on to number eight. And we are going to stay kind of parks related a little bit, but more Disney company related. And we are going to talk about the number eight thing that you must watch on Disney Plus, And that is One Day at Disney Shorts. Um, it's a documentary style streaming uh, there on Disney Plus that takes you not only inside of some of the cast members' jobs at the parks, but also over at uh, engineering at Pixar, construction manager at Walt Disney World, illustrators, organists at the El Capitan Theater, all kinds of different jobs that cast members have, all the way down to ABC News anchors and ESPN hosts. This is a very, very cool thing. 51 different uh, shorts that you can check out. Dan, this is something I have to admit I have not watched. So this needs to go on my list like ASAP. No, this is this is actually really cool. I haven't seen all of them, but the the cool thing is is they're not super long. They're most of them are they're well under 10 minutes. Some of them are like 5 or 6 minutes. And so I mean it it doesn't take a ton of time. It's kind of like good for my social media brain cuz you know, I I need to like move on from thing to thing. But this is great though cuz again, you you know, it's like 6 to 8 minutes where you could kind of get into like, you know, either it's either a cast member or like you said they have ESPN hosts, ABC anchors, stuff like that. Anyone that that has to do with that Disney and ABC umbrella. Uh, and, and again, it's just it's it's a cool thing to give a little inside look to see what the job is like. Yeah, I mean, everybody from Bob Iger on episode five, uh, going all the way down to uh, an actress at Disney's Animal Kingdom, Katie Wetzel. Uh, of course, ESPN Stage Steel has an episode there, and uh, you know, really, really kind of a unique perspective on the company, and it makes you realize, Mike, how the broad-reaching kind of hands of this company like there's so many different divisions and there's so many different employees that they can do things like go to lucasfilm and talk to este meza like all these different people that they can highlight and you can kind of get a quick glimpse into their life and what they do for the company yeah, and just because we've talked quite a few times in the podcast, and we've kind of brought it up to some of our guests. You know, if you could pick your dream Disney job, what would it be? And obviously, this gives you quite a few other little avenues and opportunities to look at. Maybe there's something out there you didn't think of. Maybe there's something out there that even piques your interest a little bit more, and uh, this might push you one way or another to you know pursuing a different kind of career path. But I think there's a lot of cool things out there that you could learn about. And like you guys are saying, it's a it's a short. You know, it's a few minutes for each one, so um, you know you don't have to spend your social battery doesn't. Have have to be uh, that wound up and investing hours and hours of your family time you know if you're waiting in the you know the doctor's office or something you know for an appointment and you want to watch a few episodes you knock out a few and get to see some stuff and learn a few things this might be something good to watch on a treadmill dan because it's like you know it's like almost like five to seven minutes i'm like okay cool that's half mile half mile <laughs> half mile half mile Oh, that's too you know, much. kind of do kind of <laughs> that's too doing much. it that way. I don't know. I, I if on a treadmill, and if I had to keep like 
touching the screen and changing episodes, I'd probably fall on a Doesn't it automatically go to the next episode, though? Uh, it does. I think, it, yeah, like after like 15, 20 seconds, yeah. it will go to the next one. So, yeah, yeah that's, that's not a terrible idea. Yeah, I mean, the reason I know it goes to the next episode is because going to number seven, if you thought hmm. that we were going to do an episode of top ten things <laughs> you must watch on Disney+, Plus, and if you thought that I was going to be on the episode and this wasn't going to make the list, then you don't know me and you don't know this show. And that is because coming at number seven, which I would have put it at number one, is, of course, The Simpsons. Uh, listen, there's not anywhere else in the world that you can go, unless you're going to go watch soap opera daytime TV, that you're going to get 755 episodes of any program that you can start and watch. Uh, this show, for me, has been a huge part of my life. It has been a huge part of my daughter's life. We've watched it together since she was a small child. We still watch it. I slept to it last night, and uh, I'll sleep to it again tonight. It is the longest-running uh, American sitcom and the longest-running American aman uh, animated series. It's also the longest-running American scripted primetime television series of all time. This makes this show an epic, epic, epic uh, uh, addition to Disney+. And for those people who have never watched The Simpsons, do me a favor. Go to episode or season six, start in six, watch six through ten. They're fantastic. Uh, just absolutely a, uh, for me, one of the greatest shows ever made. I will get off my high horse, though, of speaking about Simpsons and get your all's opinions. Dan, does it deserve to make the list? It does. It, it wasn't originally on my list, but I, well, actually it was. And then when I had my final list, it wasn't on it. But I mean, it makes sense. I mean, first of all, it's crazy that you have that many episodes at your fingertips. Uh, the show's been on so long. I mean, I guess when I think Disney, though, I don't think of The Simpsons. I know they were acquired, but it still doesn't scream Disney to me. But again, just the, the, the longest running sh sitcom show, it, it's, it's got to be on the list. Okay, well, here's the problem. Okay, is uh, if I know it was acquired, but if we're going to play that game, yeah. then we're going to have to mark off one, two, three. We're going to have to mark off like seven on this list of things that were acquired. Well, we need to we need to get them in the parks then. I, you know, <laughs> I look, I completely <laughs> agree. Now, listen, I like that Universal has, and I think Universal actually does a pretty good job with it. Unlike their Marvel superhero island, which is. It's it's pretty it's pretty rough, uh, but yeah, I would love to see the Simpsons in the Disney parks to see what they could do with it. Um, but for me, it's it's huge. Mike, this like you're a Simpsons fan. You watched Simpsons since you were a little kid. I watched the Simpsons when it started out originally on the Tracy Ullman show between yes. Tracy Ullman skits. And uh, one of the unique things about it that I remember was, you know, if they were doing a scene with you know Bart and Homer and they were in the living room, there'd be like a boat and the and the picture in the background. And then the next time they would come in, the boat would start to sink. And then as the episode was going on, by the by the, the end of the episode, between the little shorts that they would have, the boat was completely sunk, and you'd see people drowning in the in the thing. And that was completely. Uh, separate from what was actually going on in the little skit between Homer and Bart. Um, so, yeah, I was a huge uh, Simpsons fan back from when it was the Tracy Ullman show. Obviously, Tracy Ullman didn't have the same kind of luck when it came to her career as the Simpsons did, so obviously they did something right. And um, it certainly deserves a definite place on this list because uh, being that it's on Disney+, Plus, it's got a huge part, obviously, in a lot of people's um, ability to watch that show, and uh, I think it's a fantastic show. And for anyone who says it shouldn't be on the list, Time Magazine named it the 20th century's best television, television series. They have a Hollywood Walk of Fame 
for the Simpsons family. It's won 35 Emmy Awards. I mean, it is unbelievable. And actually, if you want to look it up, you can look it up in a dictionary because oh, was adopted into the English language uh, based on the great Homer Simpson. So I love it. It had to be on the list. If you've never watched it, give it a chance. Ton of fun and uh, definitely something that we love. So let's move on to number six. I got to tell you, boys. This week has been uh, very special in our house. Why? Because downstairs right now, it is a holly jolly festive mood in our house. Because we have not one, not two, not three, not four, but five Christmas trees up in the house already. Uh, And why do we do that? Because one, we have family coming in. Two, this year, uh, the Suter House is doing a Christmas light show. Uh, outside. So yes, it's not going to be the Osborne lights, but we will have dancing lights at our house. So you'll be able to come by. You can uh, tune to the, to the radio station that we'll have projected there and you'll be able to watch the show. It's a 20 minute show and then there'll be 10 minutes of downtime and then it'll play again. So uh, it will run thanks starting Thanksgiving and then it'll run all the way through Christmas. So tons of work this weekend uh, on the show. Going to get all that done and up in the yard. So we had to get the inside stuff up. So I have been in a holly jolly mood, I took uh, went to pick up the kids from acting today. Listen to Christmas music the whole way over. I know it's premature for some, but right now on Disney Plus, coming in at number six, you got to watch some of those great Christmas movies and shows. Mike, is it too early to watch? Because I don't think it is. Listen, if it puts you in a good mood and it makes you happy, it's never too early to watch. I will never rain on somebody's parade if they want to enjoy the season a little bit longer, a little bit shorter, whatever the case may be. Um, listen, if you're in a Christmas mood and it's, you know, it's it's July, then so be it. Whatever makes you happy, I will not be one to judge. Um, doesn't hurt me at all. Um, I do think, I do hate seeing it a little bit in the retail stores a little bit too early. Um, I like to have my seasons a little placed out, but that's just my own personal opinion. But, you know what, for the people that like to have their seasons last a little bit longer or start a little bit earlier, it's good on the department stores for putting this stuff out, you know, I guess a little bit early. You would be proud of us, though. So the first Christmas movie we watched this year was Nightmare Before Christmas. Because we thought, what a good transition from spooky season to uh, to, the, to the holly jolly time. Uh, but, Dan, look, tons of great things. Actually, Disney Plus just rolled out their Happy Holidays option. I love when they do this where you can just click one option and it brings up a ton of them. And with like, the originals, you, of course, got the Santa Clauses with Tim Allen, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, Hawkeye, Noel, Once Upon a Snowman with Olaf. Uh, lots of great stuff there. Star Wars Holiday Special. Um, but you've also got Home Alone. You've got Frozen. You've got uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, which I love. It's so great. Jingle All the Way, so hilarious with Arnold. Uh, get to the store. Uh, Home Alone 2. I mean, like, tons of great stuff. A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. Tons of great stuff that you can watch that's going to put you in the holiday spirit on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I, I love Christmas movies. Uh, we just put our trees up this week. We started to decorate. We haven't put the ornaments up yet, but we have the trees up. I don't know if I'm quite there where I'm ready to watch Christmas movies yet. I don't know if I've quite gotten into that mood. Um, but I love the Santa Claus movies. I love Home Alone. You mentioned Jingle All the Way. I think that is such an underrated Christmas movie. It is. I mean, because I like there is every one of us has had to have a situation, maybe not quite the same, where you are looking for that that special toy or whatever that your kid wanted, and you can't get it anywhere. So that that's a really good one too. Uh, I would like to put an over under though of April 
third of when is Justin going to take those trees down? I don't know. That's that might even be that might be generous. Maybe we should go into May. I was thinking May. Yeah, I got more <laughs> so, May, here, so here's the thing for any of our any of our new uh, new DDP family listening. I love Christmas, and so yes, we put up the trees early, but I love it so much that I because everything has to go back in the attic. And here's here's the here's one thing about Christmas, and I saw this uh, on TikTok the other day, and it was like why the wife loves putting out Christmas decorations so much, and the husband doesn't, and she's like got a mimosa and she's singing like Christmas songs and he's like lugging the tree up from the basement and down from the attic and like doing all that kind of stuff. And that's pretty much what it was here. So I don't mind doing it to put it up because I enjoy it so much. Putting it away though is just a hassle. So what do I do? I just leave it up. Now we take down the outdoor decorations because we're not lunatics. We don't want to seem like crazy people, uh, but we will leave the indoor up and then we just don't allow anyone in our house for three or four months. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Hold on. You know, it's one of those things. To, do you light them up, huh? though, too? Do you turn them of on? Of course. If they're up, they're getting <laughs> lit up. Well, first off, they're on a timer. They come on at 4 p.m. every day, turn off at 1 a.m. every every morning. Uh, so they, they do their own thing. Um, but also, yeah, of course. you're gonna like, it, that, would be, uh, that would be lunatic behavior to have a tree up and not light it. Like, that's you have to. It's also why we don't do live trees, because then we would just burn a house down every year. <laughs> like, it wouldn't happen. Um, but the, the other thing is we watched... So we watched Nightmare Before Christmas, and then we watched what is quickly becoming one of my top five Christmas movies of all time. Number one Christmas movie of all time is um, uh, Christmas Vacation. Like, it's not it's not close. Like, that's the best Christmas movie of all time. And I know what Mike's going to say, that Christmas Story is better. No, it's not. Hmm. You think? Say that. No, I we'll, Okay, say good. That. Okay, we'll, no. we'll talk, I thought you were a Christmas Story we'll guy. Talk about this in pa- we'll talk about this in Patreon. Okay, we can get into this. All right. <laughs> Christmas Vacation one. I love this Christmas movie Vacation. Is, it's so good. This movie's moving quickly into my top five, and it's on Apple TV, and it's got the great Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, and it's Spirited. Have you guys seen Spirited yet? Not yet. Yeah, yeah, I have. It's I don't know. It's it's not Stop my it. kind of it's not my kind of movie. It's okay. It's it's, it's it's fantastic. It's it is a musical though, Mike. Yeah. Nah, it's not for me then. <laughs> but you know me. I love musicals. Of course right? you do. I love music. I love Will Ferrell. And Ryan I love Reynolds. Will I love Ryan yeah. Reynolds, and they're fantastic in it. It's yeah. just awesome. I love it. So, uh, watch Spirited if you if you have Apple TV. Go check that one out. So let's get back to Disney Plus though, and uh, let's move on into our top five. And that is something that was very very important to Walt. So uh, this is something that Walt started a long time ago, um, and he made documentaries about nature. And it is one of those uh, one of those things that is something that the companies use forever even going back to bambi when they would bring live animals in for the animators to see walt always had this attachment to nature and and wanted to present that to the world for people who couldn't see it and so they went on in disney nature even though it's an independent film studio studio uh they do make uh films for the walt disney company and the disney nature series coming in at number five so many great films out there from oceans to earth to wings of life, African cats, chimpanzee, monkey kingdom, bears, Mike, there's so much to see. This is right up my alley. Like this is the kind of documentaries that I put on when I'm doing something else and I just love them. Like I, I would watch these over and over again. We love these and this was a big part of our family tradition because for a long time before Disney Plus, these used to come out every year. There'd be a new series on 
Earth Day every year, and that would be one of the mm-hmm. things where we would take the kids to go to the movies. Um, and it was always, you know, usually a different animal every year, and we've got to see chimps, and we've got to see some of the other ones. So the Earth Day every year was always one of our big going out to the movies and going to see one of these. So now that we have it home in our own collection and can enjoy it in our own house, it's even better. But this was always something that we always enjoyed as a family, and the uh, the kids always look forward to that specific day to go see one of their new series movies that were out. Can I ask you a question real quick? Do you find yourself like almost having an embarrassment of riches with content? And like, so, so when like we're doing this episode right now, and I'm going, oh my gosh, like I, I love these. Like, why don't I ever watch these? But then I'll get on streaming services and I'll look through Disney Plus and I'll be like, ah, nothing's really staying out. And I'll look through Netflix. I'm like, nah, nah, you know. And I'll, I'll add stuff to my list on like everything of stuff I want to watch. But then I've spent an hour just went going through Peacock and Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Prime. And you know what I mean? Like all these different streaming services. And then all of a sudden I get done. And I'm like, I'll just put on Simpsons. <laughs> Do you, like it is an embarrassment of riches what we have to be able to watch. And these... I need to put a lot of these on my list, Mike. I need to go back and watch these. I do that, and then I wind up going on my phone and just looking at TikTok. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell Laura, hey, you, you pick out a movie, and then I'm kind of looking on my phone, and she'll hand me the remote, this and I'll go on my phone, and she's looking at it. So, yeah, it winds up being just you know TikTok all night instead of watching an actual movie or a TV show that we wanted to watch. So I try not to get on TikTok as often anymore because I got shamed by Dan um, because he has his videos on there like for travel. And I didn't know he could see that I saw them, and I was just scrolling <laughs> past them. And so Dan calls me yeah. one day, and he's like, "What are you doing? You can at least throw a like on them, like try to, <laughs> try to." I'm trying to grow here. I'm trying to grow, and you're just like, you're just looking at them, and then you're just moving on. I mean, come on, help a brother out for crying out loud! I didn't know you could see, man. I had no idea. I had no idea. I was like, "That's." Hey, can I? You want to hear something really funny, Mike? Before we move, before mm-hmm. we talk a little more about this, so I called. <laughs> I called Dan the other day, so I lost my AirPods. They fell on the couch, and I couldn't find them. So I get on my Find Mine, you know, like the new AirPods and new phone have a thing where literally it shows you the direction they are and how many feet you are to them. So, like, I knew they were in the couch because I, I could hear them. So I get on my Find Mine, and I'm doing this, and all of a sudden I, I'm like, hold, oh, I found them, and I go to exit my Find My, and I see Dan Rossi on my Find My. And I'm like, that's weird. And I click on him and it shows me pinpoint where he is in his house in Illinois. And I'm like, oh my gosh, can he see that I'm like looking at him right now? So I call him. I'm like, hey, dude, I really, I really do care about your well being. But since we've been in Disneyland, because we, sh- we would share our location, you know what I mean? So we could all find each other. Like I shared it with you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But I put like, share for the end of the day or share for an hour you know stuff like that i can I just, stand to share forever in perpetuity like yeah, share forever. <laughs> and I, I hadn't used my find my since we were in disneyland and dan's been sharing his location with me for since july and i could have been a complete creep you know yeah. what i mean like, dan why are you at this place you know what <laughs> i mean so but i called him i was like i don't I, I, you might want to take. Did you ever take that off, or can I still? I, I just did as you were talking. I just did, but <laughs> I, I think, I think if you would have known for sure that I couldn't tell when you looked at it, you probably would have left it alone. <laughs> Ooh, I hate to admit it. I probably would have because yeah. this would have because I would have liked to mess with you. You know, I would text you like little things, yeah. like you. I would have known. Are I would have randomly looked and seen you at like 
Are you enjoying uh, your Gigi Chipotle right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> how, does, how does he always know? Yeah. Then you're talking to Jen. Are you telling him? You know what uh, it's like? Oh, I would have messed with you, but I was like, I'm going to be good. Uh, Dan, you ever watch any of these uh, as far as the Disney Nature series? No, I'm going to have to confess I have not. I mean, it's, it, these are definitely things that I would love to watch. I know, I know Jen's watched a couple of them. But like 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 you guys said, I you get busy, and then there's times where, especially like my mom comes to visit a lot, and I've tried to like suck her into like some something on Disney Plus. She's not into it, but we'll literally scroll through all these different streaming services, probably for like 25 minutes looking for something to watch before we finally decide on something. But if I if I ever get extra time. I would definitely like to watch a couple of these because, again, it, I like these documentary series things about nature and animals. It, it's something that I would enjoy. I just have not had the time to do so. Uh, well, let's move on to number four. Number four is the biggest thing on Disney Plus right now. If you have not seen this series, I don't know how you say you're a fan of the streaming service because, for me, it's something I watch just about nightly, and it has some of the funniest greatest episodes and it will absolutely make you smile if you sit down and watch them and no i'm not talking about uh a documentary or something about the parks i'm talking about bluey bluey coming in at number four on our top 10 things you must watch on disney plus i have seen every bluey episode i absolutely love it muffin is my spirit animal i love muffin uh and listen for me it's just a Perfect, perfect series. The episodes are short. Um, they have a great kind of story to them. The characters are funny. There's some adult humor in it that you can catch. It's a really well-written, really, really, really well-produced show. And I think that any adult out there, even if you don't have kids, take the time, watch a couple episodes of Bluey because you will be hooked. So with me saying that, because I know that's the series inside and out, Riley and I watch it all the time. Katie watches it, and Katie laughs hysterically at some of these episodes. Mike, have you ever watched Bluey? Uh, I've been kind of watching it from afar, and I'll tell you why I kind of got hooked into it, because my wife's cousin lives down here in South Carolina, and her daughter, my my wife's niece, has a baby, and he's Finn is maybe a year and a half, two years old, and he every time he comes over to our house to keep him occupied, he jumps on the couch with the dogs and puts on Bluey. So I, I haven't been able to sit down and watch a complete episode, but it's like the first thing that he does, as soon as he comes in, Bluey goes on, and I've been able to catch some of the episodes uh, that way because he's been watching them when he comes over the house. Yeah, it's, it's so good. And like I said, actually, all right, Dan, would it be weird if I put, because the episodes are like, seven to eight minutes long each right they're, they're pretty short would it be weird and there's there's 151 episodes in three three seasons there's a lot would it be weird if i was on the treadmill trying to run like you know eight miles if i just had bluey playing do you think people would stare at me uh, or do you think people would be like this dude rocks you, i think you need to get like one of those screen protectors where people can't see what you're looking at on your phone <laughs> But I, I'm gonna do it yeah. next time I'm on the treadmill. I'm gonna do it. I'm, I'm gonna wait till Katie's there and she can videotape me, and then I'll put it up on the group so that way everyone can see. Yeah, I'm I'm guilty here. I apparently don't like this streaming service because I have not watched it yet. I I ever since Dave has been you know touting Bluey for the longest time, I've been meaning to watch some episodes and I just I just haven't done it. Um, I know I thought my daughter mentioned that uh, 
One of my grandkids started to watch it a little bit. I don't know if they've gotten hooked on it yet. So I'm kind of hoping when we go to North Carolina in a couple of weeks that, you know, maybe I'll finally get to watch a few episodes and, and see what the, the bluey, you know, hype and madness is all about. Yeah. So let me really quickly talk about Dave, because, you know, I, I hate admitting Dave's right. <laughs> but Dave, if you go back a year and a half ago or a year ago, Dave was saying, you guys got to watch Bluey. What are you doing? Like, even adults have to watch Bluey. It's that good. Um, he's completely right. Like, he 100% was right. I also want to give Dave a shout-out. Dave wasn't able to be here tonight. He's, he's a little under the weather. So is Joe, too. A lot of people are under the weather right now. Um, so is Joe. So I hope those guys start feeling, feeling better soon. Uh, I got to give him a shout-out, though. There was an incredible article that came out uh, today. And uh, the article says, Somehow the three-hour pre-show before the Critical Role panel was a highlight of the entire MCM Comic-Con. And guess who was the host of that three-hour pre-show? Nothing other than our brother, Aussie Dave. And they go on to talk about the fact that he just rocked this crowd for three hours, like had them just all absolutely going nuts and, uh, and everything that he did out there. And that is absolutely incredible. Like I, I'm telling you, that's an awesome, awesome article. You can go over... Uh, somebody posted it in our DDP main page, DDP uh, DDP Today, over on Facebook. Go over and, and search it out there um, and click on that. And you can see what one of our co-hosts, he hosts a lot of Comic-Cons around the world. You can see that he absolutely rocked it uh, there at Comic-Con. So congrats, Dave. Awesome article. And uh, yes, you were right on Bluey. So there, <laughs> that is that. Dan, your homework before next week, three Bluey episodes. I'm going to send you which ones to watch, though. All right. Well, the fact that they're only eight minutes long, I should probably be able to figure out a way to watch it. Well, you have to watch the ones I'm going to send you because you have to watch the Granny episodes. And everyone right now is screaming, yes, like what? Of course, you have to watch Granny episodes um, because they you as as the as the grandfather on the show, you will relate like you're going to be like, OK, I get it. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> it's it's absolutely perfect. It's absolutely perfect. So let's move on to number three. And uh, this show grabbed our family mic and we fell in love with it right away uh, i think actually you started it before me and you were like dude you have to watch the show mm -hmm. and i fell in love with it because you were in your your kind of uh you and laura never really watched the mcu universe and then you dove into the movies and then when this came out you watched it and i can't think of a show that's much uh better the way it was done the way the theming of it's done, the way it was shot, the storyline. We fell in love with it. I've watched it over and over. I've probably watched the series three or four times since it came out, and that is Marvel's WandaVision. Mike, an incredible show on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, like you were saying, it was perfect timing for us. We had uh, not been Marvel fans you know, as a family, so we decided to watch them in a specific order leading up to you know, the, the, so much, the final episode, so to speak, but not really. Um, so then we were able to get WandaVision right after that. That was one of the first, like, I guess, spinoff series that came out, and uh, we loved it. You know, It was one of those things. We, uh, Laura and I binge-watched it. We enjoyed it, and uh, it was great to watch as a family. And I think that um, if you're even a little bit of a Marvel fan, I think you really enjoy it a lot. Yeah, Dan. I mean, WandaVision for me. If I if I'm around the house, say it's a uh, not Saturday more because football's on right now. But like during the summer, like you know, nothing, no sports on, anything like that. If it was a Saturday, and I'm just doing something, or I'm out back working. I'll, I'll like put WandaVision on the TV out back and just let it play. Like just let it go. It's that good. Yeah, I I loved WandaVision. I will confess, like at first, I wasn't really that interested. Jen started to watch it. 
And, you know, I know the first couple episodes were black and white and like, you know, I just I wasn't I like I wasn't buying it at first. And she's like, you know, I think she was like three or four episodes in and she's like, you have to watch the show. So she actually started it over with me and we started from uh, from episode one. And it, again, it was a great series. I, you know, I don't know that they could kind of, you know, continue on, but like I really enjoyed it. I think of all the Marvel series that they put out, I think this was definitely my favorite one. Although I have not seen you Loki know, I, yet. I've heard great things about Loki. We're going to talk about that, too, before we move on to number one. Um, so the the one thing about this series is that, Mike, I don't know if you felt this way. It kind of took me back to my childhood because you had things like the Dick Van Dyke show, kind of that impression of episode one, and uh, I Dream of Genie in episode two. And then, like, as you went through, it had Malcolm in the Middle was kind of an episode. Like, they, they took these shows that we grew up with and watched and then used those on each episode as it moved through a timeline to, to kind of tell the story, which was, it's such a unique concept. Well, I think that's exactly what you said, unique. And I think that it was something that you've never seen before. It was a format that we're not used to. And I think that's what made it something special to watch. Um, that's what kept us intrigued. And that's what kept us interested in, you know, checking out the next episode and see how they were going to spin it off into another, you know, favorite one of our shows. You know, it's funny, too. I, th I think that's a complaint, Mike, of a lot of people with Disney right now. Not just not just Disney. Let me let me throw that out with just Hollywood in general is the fact that. Original ideas are hard to come by anymore, like a lot of remakes, a lot of you know what I mean? Like we're seeing a lot of live action movies coming from animated movies, stuff like that. And then we get this series that is an original concept that we've never seen and that's what makes it so great but also i do want to touch because you, you talked about loki dan um not only wandavision but the fact that you can and mike this this would not have happened if not for disney plus the fact that with ease you could roll through the entire marvel series in order you know watch them however you want to that is a you know, when we talk about Disney Plus, something that makes the streaming service so unique is that you can start with, you know, Captain America and you can work all the way through Endgame and then Plus and all the uh, the series and everything like that and the animated stuff. And you can watch all those all on Disney Plus. You don't have to go somewhere. You don't have to go buy them. You don't have to do that. And it makes it just a very unique concept that everything Marvel is right there at your fingertips to where you can start at the beginning and go all the way through, and that's something you guys did. Yeah, that was one of the things that when we wanted to really get the most out of our money, so to speak, with the Disney Plus, we kind of hit one of those streaks where we've kind of watched a lot of things that we wanted to, and we knew that we had that whole library there. So once we had that format all set up, that's why we went. We wound up going into that, and you know, just you know, we enjoy watching TV shows and you know, binge watching stuff. And you know, I think I don't remember what series we just finished up watching before that. Probably Tiger King because it was you know around COVID time, but uh, but we were looking for something else to get into, and then that wound up being it. And I'm glad we did because it really sparked and spawned a whole lot of really cool movies to watch. That's your boy Doc Andel doing up there in uh, in Myrtle Beach. Yeah, pleaded guilty the other day, federal charges, so he's going to uh, oh, federal prison. Yeah, he's going to federal he's, prison. He's gonna gonna go away. Well, you know what? He'll have plenty of time to do. We watch Disney Plus. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, hey, for any uh, we uh, this will this is something new. Here we go. I'm sure that I'm sure we do. For anyone incarcerated, uh, shoot me an email. 
Disney Dad Justin at gmail.com. Let me know if you have streaming services inside. Oh, they prison. do. Oh, the hundred percent they do. Oh, you do. Okay. Oh, oh I'm hundred. That I, they get. They get. Oh, we. I mean, I'm. I'm work out of a county jail, so I don't have. They right. don't have the kind of privileges. But the people that I know that have gone through prison, they get iPads. And if you ever see these iPads, they're clear. Like there's no. They're not. You know. You know how you, you look at your iPhone is black. You can't see the inner yeah. workings. These are completely clear. You know, transparent cases. You can see all the little diodes and computer boards and all that kind of stuff. So you can't hide any kind of contraband or something inside the cases. And um, on their commissary, their money, they can sit in their room and they can watch movies, Netflix, iPhone, all of those kind of streaming services. They get all of that stuff. Um, but it costs almost triple the price for some of those things because obviously, you know, it's kind of price gouging. But you know what? You don't really have a choice. And if you want to sit in your room and watch some movies, then that's what they get to do. And um, it actually works out pretty good because, uh, you know, they, they, they're kind of behaved because they're kind of doing their own thing and sitting in their room and not getting involved in doing other things. You know, that there's that saying, idle minds, uh, you know, lead to, uh, to bad things. And uh, yeah, I'm 100% positive. I don't know if any of them listen to the Disney Dad podcast. I don't know if they are able to stream podcasts in there. Um, definitely shoot Justin an email. Don't shoot me one because that might open up a whole investigation thing. So uh, yeah, I, I'm sure. I, I don't think there's many people that listen to the DDP. And the, I hope uh, they do, man. I, look, SCDC. I hope I, I I hope we give you a little bit of entertainment, you know, that you can sit back and, and relax and enjoy the show. I've always wondered that though, because do you think like they're sitting watching Bluey and hanging out and like that's what I would do? I'd sit and watch Bluey all day. Well, I, I usually great. Put, I usually put on um I put on either the Weather Channel or if, like if I'm in booking, you know, when the people are coming yeah. in, or I'll put on some like Cartoon Network or something that you know just SpongeBob or whatever. Just I love both. Them- I love both, man. <laughs> I'd be down. But I'm 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 not. I don't think you know. I don't. We we talked about Mike and I talked about this not too long ago. I asked Mike one time. I said, Hey, buddy. You think I would survive in prison? He quickly said, "No, <laughs> you, you would not." Um, well, cool. Let's uh, let's let's move on to number two, uh, Dan. This series, I have to admit, I have not finished it. I do enjoy it though, and as everyone knows, I'm not the biggest fan on this show. Of this, I'm probably coming in at number four out of the five hosts. I think Joe's probably coming in last on this one. But coming in at number two on top ten things you must watch on Disney Plus, that is Star Wars The Mandalorian coming in. Yeah, I mean, we love The Mandalorian. Uh, you know, we've taken the boys to all the Star Wars movies that have come out over the years, you know, as they grew up. But they never really got into Star Wars. But, like, when The Mandalorian came out, it just kind of, I don't want to say it brought Star Wars back, but it kind of brought, like, a new audience, I think, to Star Wars where, you know, like, my kids who... Went to see the movies and kind of liked it. You know, they really got into it. Like, I think that's probably one of the only shows in recent history that I could think of that we actually all would sit down and watch every week when it came out. Um, Which is a really cool thing because that just typically right now it does that doesn't happen anymore at all. But when that first came out, we would all sit down and we would gather around the TV and watch The Mandalorian. And again, it's it was just it was amazing how Grogu like was so darn popular. And everyone wanted to see him, and I'm glad they brought him into the parks so you can kind of see him walking around now. I haven't been there in a while, but like I think when I was there last time, it was like literally a week after he first came out, and it was it was like a mob anytime he came out. Uh, Mike, this is this is right up your wheelhouse. I mean, did you ever think in you know 40, 50 years, what a 40 years ago, 50 years ago, how old am I making you? Jeez. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, man. That's okay. It's, I know you. I know you're not that old. We're, we're, I don't know why I said that. The two that. of us are in the same decades. We're both in our forties, so let's not. Uh... I, 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 I don't know why that came out. Mike, back in 1931. Um, Mike, back when you were a kid and you were watching Star Wars, did you ever think, you know, when you saw, you know, Boba Fett and like those those characters, that you would get series like this to come out to tell you the stories and more detail of these like characters that are just kind of a they're a side plot on these on these massive films you know the star wars films yeah not in my wildest dreams i mean you know i i finished my childhood with return of the jedi and i'm like well that's it you know we've kind of ended it and there's going to be no more after that and then oh then you got jar jar yeah i made it so much better uh, um but yeah no i, I you, you know at that age i was probably you know uh maybe ninth grade, 10th grade, you know, by starting high school. And, um, you know, to me, that was the end of my Star Wars, you know, stuff because it was Return of the Jedi and that was it. And I didn't foresee the other prequels coming out. I mean, there was always talk of a possibility. And, you know, now the obviously, you know, the whole New Order one. So, um, yeah, I mean, I love these spinoff series. I could go on for hours and hours and talk about how good they are, Uh, you know, Book of Boba Fett is great. Mandalorian's great. Um, Andor started off really slow the first couple of episodes, and then it was absolutely fantastic after that. Um, you know, even even just Rogue One having that movie on there. I mean, I, that's it's just it's absolutely incredible. I mean, Rogue One was a movie theater movie, but um, I, to getting back to the Mandalorian, and you're talking about Grogu, Dan. It's one of those things that. You know, the big surprise for The Empire Strikes Back was, you know, Darth Vader saying, hey, I'm your father, and that secret was kept so well. The whole Grogu thing was kept really secret for such a long time, which was amazing, too, when it comes to all the production they wanted to get out with merchandise and whatnot. So for the fact that that was kind of really kept under wraps for such a long time, and they were able to keep that as a big secret in this day and age of digital stuff where, you know, something leaks out and everybody knows about it, that was pretty incredible. That was probably one of the biggest Star Wars secrets that came out since The Empire Strikes Back. You know when the, when those first three movies came out. At least I would think that would possibly be because um, I don't I haven't seen any other bigger surprises than that. Yeah, I I, I I agree. Like I said, the fact that they kept that such a secret. The only problem with that though is that I I guess. I don't want to say keeping it a secret is a bad thing, but the fact that it took so long to get merchandise out. Uh, and the problem with that is you have all your Disney eBayers out there creating things and you know selling things that you know have Grogu's likeness on it and stuff like that. Because I remember that when that, the show first came out, we were like desperate to find something for Christmas that had Grogu on it. And it was like few and far between. You could not get anything. Uh, that had Grogu's likeness on it. I think as we got a little closer to Christmas, there was a few things, but they were sold out in a in a minute. Uh, so yeah, it's I I liked Star Wars a lot. Um, I've tried to get through like the Clone Wars. I actually like them. Like I, I enjoy that. Uh, I've seen all the movies. I finally finished Rogue One, Mike. That's depressing. Um, <laughs> and. The Mandalorian, I really enjoy it. I, I do. I, I it, Do you ever have this with shows, Mike? Like, I have no reason I haven't finished it. Like, I enjoy it, but it's like something else comes along. I'm almost like a, a you know, a dog chasing squirrels. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I chase this squirrel, and then I see another one, I chase that squirrel, and I'm all over the place. You might not, you know, think that about me, but, you know, 
that's definitely my personality. Um, this show is really great, but it's not just this show. It's the same thing as MCU. It's the same thing as Marvel. Is the fact that for people like me who haven't, who don't know the culture and as well as others, who maybe haven't spent as much time with the movies, I can go back and I can watch them over, even the ones I've seen maybe once or twice, and I can start at the beginning and I can, you know, take the journey uh, to, th- through this through this world and be able to watch Star Wars from front to back and really enjoy The Mandalorian and enjoy some of these side side shows more. And Disney Plus has given us that opportunity. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm so glad it's out. I'm looking forward to more of the series coming out. Um, that's probably one of the main reasons why I have no problem paying for my Disney Plus because the Star Wars just catches such a a warm place in my heart that uh, as long as as long as Disney Plus has Star Wars on it, I'll always be paying for the series. So let me ask you this: Do you think? Because I know Disney Plus has kind of gotten some flack, and I know they've mm-hmm. they've talked about like some financial problems because they don't maybe have enough subscribers or whatever do you think we're going to see an end to some of these series that you know they put out because again they it costs a lot of money to make these original series is at some point you know are we going to get to a point where they're not going to put out all these different series or do you think they'll continue on with it well i think it's i think it it's kind of a blessing in disguise so i think you definitely are going to see a cutback on new movies new series over the next two years and here's why the writer strikes, like the strikes that are going on, yeah. is it was almost like Bob Iger's best friend. Bob Iger wanted to cut this stuff anyways because he had to. They're wanting to sell off portions of of the company, uh, and kind of get rid of some stuff. It was just there were some things that they acquired that didn't make sense at the time, and they definitely don't make sense now. And so the the, the strikes are actually a they're a they're a blessing because he can say. Hey, we're not we're not doing that now, and it's not because of funding. It's because of the, of the strikes. You know, it's because of what's going on there. I didn't look. I think today was. I think they were presenting their final offer, and I didn't look to see what happened. So I need to look and, and check that out. I, th- I think the writer um, the writer strike is over, but it's the actor strike that's going it's on. The right actors, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So. It's I don't know, man. It's it's a like I said for Bob Iger, it's kind of a you know. Because he is taking heat left and right. I mean, they are like, Bob Iger's lost his magic. He's lost this. He's lost that. And it's like, but he doesn't have an open checkbook to just be able to go acquire things right now. Like, it's just not the way it works. Post-COVID, with the strikes, you know, stuff like that. It's just, it's not. And also, streaming services are so weird now because, and we're going to get to number one. And I think this is really where, listen, and I am not an expert on this. So at no point should Disney take my advice on any of this, but. When you look at streaming services, Netflix is the perfect example. So Netflix acquired Suits, okay? Netflix then goes on to break records with the amount of streams that the show Suits does on their streaming platform. So then, you know, this wasn't a Netflix show. They just acquired the rights to it. And people are, are, you know, they fell in love with the show that they maybe they had never seen before because it was on a, a, you know, a a network that they didn't get through through their cable provider. And... I think it was a USA show. I'm not certain about that. Um, but Katie and I are into it. But if you Google it, you can see Netflix is now going to kind of basing their content off of, you know, acquiring more more uh, stuff, you know, because they can do it at a much cheaper value than producing their own and still having new content to put out to people to be able to watch. Disney needs to do that. Like, I, I think Disney does need to take a pause 
am trying to produce so much original content. Because here's the thing that's unique about it is they already have so much original content that they can use. They don't need to go out and spend, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars a year or whatever. That's probably exaggeration, but $10 billion, whatever they're spending on original content. Like they just don't need to do it. They have it. And so that's why I'm going to go ahead and jump into our number one. Number one in our top 10 things that you must watch on Disney Plus are the classic Disney animated features, the classic Disney animated cartoons, and the classic Pixar films that are available to you. And here's why I say that is because, Dan, to answer your question in the most long-winded form possible, if they just had this, people would still subscribe. Yes, and and to to jump in the actor strike, they did reach a tentative agreement like an hour ago, so that could be over. But breaking when, news, yeah, no, no, break, no, breaking oh, news. That's sports. Yeah. <laughs> but when this when Disney Plus was first announced, this is what I envisioned. I envisioned being able to watch any Disney movie that I wanted to, you know, at the touch of a button. And you know, again, I think parents like with younger kids right now are completely spoiled by this now because I. As I said earlier, I spent so much money on buying a DVD every time a Disney movie came out so we could watch it over and over and over again. And I, I'm sure everyone has a kid who, you know, there was a couple of, you know, I'm sure it was a couple over the years, but there was a Disney movie that they watched nonstop. And now with Disney Plus, you could just flip on, you know, any movie that your kid absolutely loves and they could watch it over and over and over again. And that's kind of what I envisioned Disney Plus to be when it first came out is just being able to watch Disney movies whenever you wanted. And, you know, that's a it's a great thing. I mean, like you said, that enough will have plenty of subscribers. Yeah, 100 percent. And you already have the content it doesn't cost you anything more. I mean, going back to, you know, we we on our patron trivia, we had a question about what was the first uh, full color animated, you know, Mickey cartoon. And, you know, we talked about it. the cool part is like, you can go all the way back to Steamboat Willie and you can go all the way back to, you know, playing crazy and you can go back to those cartoons that, you know, you can, you can go watch those. You can, you can watch all of those classic cartoons uh, from your childhood and even your parents' childhood. And, but you can also go back and watch You can start, you know, with snow white and you can move all the way up through tangled and through frozen and, you can do all that, and you can even do the little extras that were already on the DVDs as far as, like, Frozen sing-alongs and all that kind of stuff. There's so much content out there. And also, Mike, I don't know I don't know if you were big into this, but I was huge into it. And that is the live-action movies that were around in the 60s and 70s, stuff like uh, Swiss Family, uh, Robinson, um, and, and, and talking about... You know, th- some of those movies are just so good and are amazing to watch. And they already have that there, and that is available on Disney Plus to everyone. All that original content that Disney owned prior to starting Disney Plus. And that is, the, I think, the ultimate reason to go back and to make sure you're a Disney Plus subscriber and to go back and watch what started it all, what kept it going, what was successful. And that's a huge, huge part of the streaming platform. Yeah, I think the last time that I watched some of those old original movies, my dad had a reel-to-reel projector, and uh, we used to set it up and watch movies in the house, and he used to project it on this big screen. It's the first time I ever watched Star Wars, uh, you know, the original, you know, the original trilogy one, you know, New Hope. So um, to be able to have this at your fingertips now and be able to, 
you know, watch it and the kind of clarity you have and at the push of a button, just literally sitting in your living room and have it at your fingertips and even at your, you know, even in your phone, you know, if you sit in your smartphone and you're, you know, got some place where you're killing some time or you're, you're sitting in your car waiting for something to go on. I think it's a, an amazing opportunity to have some of those classic films and movies right at your fingertips and literally in your living room. I've talked about it a lot, and that is one of the things that Disney has that no other streaming service has, is that they have a sense of family and nostalgia that Netflix can't do, Hulu can't do, you know, Peacock can't do, Paramount can't do. They just they cannot provide that, and Disney uh, relies on that. They understand that these movies and these shows created core memories within not only us, you know, that are now have our own families, but also when we were kids and when our parents were kids going back for generations. And that's what makes this, this streaming service so unique is the fact that you can take something like during the holidays, during Thanksgiving, during Christmas, and you can find a movie that not only you enjoy, but your kids enjoy your, you know, your parents enjoy. And you can sit down as one. You can really spend time together in front of Disney plus for a very minimal fee to, uh, and enjoy not only the Indiana Jones and the shorts and the, uh, you know, behind the attraction and all the other stuff that they have, but you can go back to those classic Disney movies. You can go to the Pixar movies that, you know, your kids or Mike, you know, Riley watched whenever she was little, and you can enjoy those moments together. And uh, I think that's what makes Disney Plus so unique. And I think they will rely on that aspect in the future of saying, yes, we do provide that nostalgia aspect for families around the world. And that's why Disney plus will be successful no matter what they do is because Disney fans around the world will continue to subscribe, continue to sit down on their couch, pop the popcorn, drink the, you know, get some sodas and create memories that'll last a lifetime using the streaming service. And that's why it's amazing. And that's why those top 10 things add them to your list. Make sure you go and check them all out. Yeah, you know, whether you're sitting at home watching one of these, you know, great things we talked about from our top 10 list, or whether you decide to, you know, be inspired by one of the things you see on Disney Plus and go to the actual parks, if you're having some family time, if you sit on the couch and you're enjoying your time together as a family, take a selfie, take a picture, whether if you're keeping it Disney at home or whether you wind up going to the park, and post them on our DDP Today Facebook page. We have an amazing DDP Today Facebook page. It brings you to my favorite thing every week because you guys post some amazing pictures, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. Right, guys, you know how much I love picks of the week. It's my favorite thing every week. Dan, why don't you tell me what's your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week is going to have to go to a post with uh, our our friends ALC and Shannon McCammon. Uh, first, I have to congratulate ALC. She just did the Wine and Dine weekend. She did a 10K. And then the half marathon. I'm going to be excited just to get a half marathon in. So a huge accomplishment there. But I love the fact that, you know, our DDP family meets each other in the parks. They got to have a drink together. They got to go on a few rides. It looks like they did Fantasmic, too. I mean, that's what this is all about. Just, you know, you, you basically make friendships for a lifetime based on, you know, this podcast and, and our Facebook group. It's, it's really a cool thing. So uh, that is definitely my pick of the week. Very cool. Great pick. Justin, what's your pick of the week? I'm going to piggyback on what Dan said. So I'm going over to Charles Mary, the great Charles Mary. He said, had a blast today with Donnie Hebert. And those are two people who uh, found each other through the show, which that's still, Mike, we've, we've said it before. That is the most rewarding 
uh, thing about this uh, all these years later is seeing the relationships that families have made uh, over the years and travel together. And, and, and it's, it really is the, the greatest part of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got to meet Figment, which is amazing. They're hanging out, having a good time. And so I absolutely love the uh, love the picture. And Charles is actually doing like he's like mimicking Figma. He's like Figma's got his hand up, and then Charles is like kind of looks like he's got his hand up the same way. It's pretty pretty cool, man. So I uh, hope you guys had an awesome day. Absolutely love it. Two of the best. Very cool. Uh, my pick of the week is going to go to our dear friend Derek Pitzer. And you know, anytime you post anything Star Wars, you always got my heart. And since we talked about a little Star Wars tonight, uh, he wants to say Happy Halloween from Princess Leia, Chewbacca, Grogu, and Darth Sidious. Let's see those Halloween costumes and post them in the comments. And uh, you guys look great. You look sharp. You know I love Star Wars. So Derek, you have my pick of the week. Uh, absolutely amazing. Fun talking Disney Plus. Ton- fun talking about all the great stuff that you can watch over there. And amazing picks of the week. Of course, I mentioned it before. Uh, be a part of the Patreon. You can click that link below for as little as $2 a month. You can join Patreon, get private access to uh, the Facebook group. There are different tiers you can select. Certain tiers have access to the video aspect of the show. Also, merchandise that will be shipped straight to your door uh, after you've been a member for three months. And uh, also, you get cool things like being a part of the Patreon trivia. Absolutely. People loved it. We've been getting messages that people had a blast. So we thought, wait, why wait till Christmas? Because we always do our Patreon Christmas party uh, virtually, which are a ton of fun. Uh, but we and this this year we're doing uh, ugly Christmas sweater contest. So that'll be a ton of fun. But we said, let's go ahead and do another Patreon trivia really soon for Thanksgiving. So November the 26th at 7.30 p.m. We will be doing another one. So if you're not a member of the Patreon, click below. You can get that done. Skip the, skip the Starbucks for a couple weeks, and it's paid for your Patreon membership for the year. So go over and do that. Of course, we're raising money for Basecamp. That was an awesome, awesome trivia, and that's why we did it, was during trivia, we raised money for Basecamp. Our Patreon were incredible. Uh, we are up over $8,000 now uh, for Basecamp with uh, some amazing donations from uh, some from amazing people. So uh, we, uh, DDP, during, during the uh, episode not episode, during the trivia, DDP matched the first $500 given. And so we did that, and we will do that again in December. So super excited about that. So uh, let's get together. Click that link below if you want more information. Get a hold of me, Disney.Justin at gmail.com or JustinAwayWithMeTravel.com, and we can uh, I can answer any questions you have. But Basecamp, an incredible charity that supports these kids going through a terrible disease, and uh, let's uh, support them as much as we can. You can head over to Basecamp.org backslash DDP4BC for more information or to donate today so go over and click that link and get that done boys ton of fun uh over on patreon we're going to get a little personal we're going to uh not keep it disney so much and we're going to uh, chat about our top five favorite movies of all time and how they impacted our upbringing our lives and all that great stuff over there so i'm excited to get over to patreon and chat about that before we do let's close up this episode coming to you first mike Uh, Listen, I had a great time talking with you guys tonight. Hopefully that we gave some sparks, some ideas, and some people that, you know, if you want to go see something on Disney+, Plus, um, if you're sitting around with the family one night and you had nothing to do, if it's a, you know, cold night, we're coming up on those winter nights and you want to just kind of cozy up in front of the fire, uh, or down here in the South, crank the AC up and, uh, you know, (laughs) kick your feet up and watch a show. Uh, I hope we gave you some good ideas to do, and I hope you uh, think of us and, you know, thank us. Well, not thank us, but, you know, hopefully you think of us when you're watching the show if you liked it. And if you didn't like it, I then, love it. Uh, think of Dan. Yeah, think of Dan. It's even easier. Yeah. Why not? Uh, Dan, how about you, buddy? Well, I'm going to compliment Mike because I think he had something going by giving a Patreon membership for Christmas. I mean, it is the gift that keeps on giving. So, I mean, you should absolutely do that. But, 
No, I, this was a great show. Uh, there are some things on here that I definitely need to watch. I do have to mention, though, because Jen told me that I, I had to mention this show because I haven't even seen it myself. But there's a, I guess there's a series on Disney Plus called Secrets of Sulphur Springs. She watched it with Emmett. I think it's two seasons. It's supposed to be a really cool show. It's great for preteens and teens. So she highly recommended that. So people should check that out if they if you got like a, maybe a 12, 13-year-old and maybe you can uh, you can – cozy by the couch and watch with them so but no it was a great show and i cannot wait for patreon and and talk about my top five movies of all time as uh as the youngest on the show i'll check it out because i'll probably be the only one that could relate to it so i'll check that one out uh <laughs> ddp family you're incredible absolutely love you keep it positive keep make someone smile you know have the best week ever it's all about attitude man if you decide that you're going to be happy you will be happy it's all about the way you think so go out there and uh and be the best version of yourself we love you we appreciate you so much and until next time we will see you real soon have a good night everybody have a good night have a good night on behalf of the disney dads we want to say thank you we hope you find a little magic in your life every day spread some disney love and keep moving forward Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the wonder And uh, that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.